Welcome to the Life & Law Podcast. I'm Heather Mulder, former AmLaw 100 partner turned lawyer coach who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. But I was determined not to become yet another lawyer burnout statistic. And so I redefined success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I now help purpose-driven lawyers confidently retake control of their careers and create their next level of success and impact. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Hello there. This is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast. Welcome to the last week of 2021, y'all. So I wanted to end this year and begin your new year with a bit of inspiration and I suppose you could say tough love because I want you to be more courageous this next year so that you can achieve the things you really want to overcome all the obstacles along your path, both the external ones and the internal ones. Because here's the deal, y'all. We all know life has not been quote unquote normal these past two years. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure when and if they ever will be again as it was defined pre-pandemic. So something I learned through my cancer journey is that when something like this happens, something this big, something this life-altering, it shifts the normal. And I want you to be able to create your new normal this next year. What do I mean by that? If you haven't already, and even if you think you have, I think you can do better this next year. And so that's what today's episode is really all about. So what that means is a life that really feels good to you, that gives you more hope, that allows you to fully be the person you were made to be, to fulfill your fullest potential and really feel good in your own skin and who you are as a human and as a lawyer, not just as a lawyer, but as a human, as a parent, as a spouse, As a friend, as a daughter, as a son, as a sibling, in every role that you play, okay? And I know this sounds a little woo maybe, and I'm usually all about taking action. I promise we'll have a little bit of that today. But you've got to have the mentality first, right? And what I really mean and what I want most for you is to start truly 100% believing in yourself, in your abilities, that you are fully capable of creating a life that's well-lived, even when times are rough, especially when life in the world feels crazy, uncertain, scary, like it frankly has and probably will continue to. Something that happens when you go through this type of an experience, and I think why everything feels so nuts and like we keep trying to go back to what was normal before, right? Even though that's not possible. Is we go through this experience and it opens our eyes to how uncertain life and the world really is. It always was. It's just that we get lulled into thinking it's not. And so something like this happens and we realize, woof, really isn't. And that 
feels terrifying, right? So that is something that obviously I went through back when I had cancer. When I was going through my treatment, everything felt so weird. (laughs) Like, it's like you're watching your life from afar and you're like, this isn't really happening to me, is it? And so what I kept doing, and I think this is pretty normal for people who go through these types of experiences, whether it's cancer, a heart problem, is you keep envisioning what life is going to look like. Eventually, it's going to get back to normal. So for me, it was after cancer, I would go back to the old Heather, the pre-cancer life. And unfortunately, that never happened. I wasn't the same person post-cancer as who I was pre-cancer. Just like you're not the pre-COVID person. Circumstances change you. Experiences change your outlook. Sometimes your values even change. So for me, when I got to the post-cancer stage, as I said, I kept thinking, okay, I'm just going to go back. I'm going to go back to normal. And I started to slowly realize, well, I can't really do that. But I didn't understand initially why I felt so out of sync. Like I wasn't even me, okay? I felt, I remember this moment where I was washing dishes and I felt like I was having this out-of-body experience. So you hear about these people who die briefly and come back and that they they watch from above. Well, that was me. I felt like I was watching my life floating above and it was this movie playing out before me, but not really real because I lived like me. But it wasn't really me. And I realized I didn't even know who I was anymore. That the cancer journey I'd been on and the things that I'd gone through and the experiences I'd had and kind of the things that I'd learned, I hadn't fully processed those yet. And I hadn't processed them enough to know how did it really change who I was and what I wanted out of my career, out of my life, as a mom, as a wife. It was impacting me so much And I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I need to. Because I know people are going through these types of experiences as a result of what we've been through these last two years. Because this has changed a lot of us. And it has opened our eyes to new things and new opinions. And it's changed our values in some ways. Which is really what was happening to me. One of my major values had changed and I didn't even realize it. But because I felt so out of sync, I was just going through the motions every day. And I was separating myself from my kids and especially from my husband. Like much more separate, much more like just on my own. Didn't talk to him the way I had before. There was a lot going on. And it was to the point where he one night asked, do you even want to be married to me anymore? That was a huge wake-up call for me. Because I was like, "Uh, yeah, (laughs) yes, of course, I still love you. But he didn't feel that because I was so out of sync I couldn't fully love him or show that I cared in the way that I needed to as a wife without going inward and figuring out okay who are you Heather how has this changed you and something I needed to do before I could do that to go through that journey was I needed to give myself permission to accept change 
to accept that not only had my life changed as a result of this experience, but I had changed. And that it was time for me to step into that person that I had changed into, like to accept that and to figure out what that meant. And that that also meant changes in my life, right? And I didn't know at the outset that it would make me leave my law practice. And by the way, that didn't happen until a couple more years later. But what I realized once I accepted that, that was the moment where I started to accept so that I could go on that journey and not feel so scared about what that meant. And it, a lot of it had to do with, well, that was that wake-up call of, oh my God, my I was going to be forced into change by my husband because he'd probably divorce me if I kept on the way I was if I didn't figure this out. And that's something I want you to really think about. Like if you've if you know in the back of your mind that you need to change some things about your career or your life or your relationships or whatever, but you're so scared to do anything about it, not doing anything is going to force a change upon you regardless. And it's probably going to be the worst case scenario because you have no control then. You're ceding your control to other people. And that's what that moment with my husband made me realize and allowed me to start accepting, okay, I have changed. I need to make some changes to my life. I don't know what that means, but it's time for me to open up and start listening to that and figure out what this means for me. Now, what I realized is that one of my big values, service, had really changed. How I defined that value had changed as a result of my experience, as a result of all the wonderful people who came out and served my family and me during that year period where I fought my cancer. Some of these people we barely even knew really impacted me in a way where I changed my own value. My value of service pre-cancer was really around um, serving people to the best of my ability in whatever capacity I was. So being fully there, being fully present, giving my all, doing my best. That was still a part of that service value. But what I realized is I wanted to make a bigger impact on a very individual level. And ultimately, that led me down a path that led me here with you, (laughs) that encouraged me to leave my legal career behind after 18 plus years of practice and become a coach and consultant. And over time, frankly, that values further changed as a result of all those experiences. The further out I get from my experience, the more I realize I've learned from it and I take in. Here's the thing. I am not saying that you need to leave your career behind and start a new business, okay? What I am saying is that you need to reevaluate your values, what they mean to you, how they may have changed, and what you want that to mean for you moving forward. Because these big experiences that you've gone through these last two years as a result of the pandemic, as a result of the fear, as a result of the uncertainty, and some of the economic stuff that's going on right now, right? We've had supply chain issues. Inflation is going up. We're talking about bigger impacts in the future and not knowing what that means. That's scary. But to combat all of that, the best way is to give yourself permission to go on this journey and to figure out, okay, 
Who am I? What do I really want? And how do I step out and play bigger and go bigger and be more courageous? Because when times are uncertain, and frankly, they always have been, it's just that we realize it more now, but when they're more tumultuous, when they're not as stable economically and all this other stuff, the best way to really be successful is to take a little bit of a chance, is to step out, is to go bigger, is to step into you more. And what I mean by that is leading with your values, understanding what those are so that you know you're doing the best you possibly can for you because it's aligned, while also leveraging your unique strengths, understanding what those are. Because your strengths are really the way to A, have more fun in what you're doing, leveraging those, utilizing those, going all in on those. Are f- it's fun. It's how you show up in the world best. It's also more attractive. It's how you do better. It's people will take notice, whether you're in private practice, in-house, or not even a lawyer. Leveraging your strengths is the way. So that's what we're talking about here. Being more courageously you this next year so that no matter what's going on in the world, you can end up at the end of the year better off than you were at the beginning, happier, more fulfilled, feeling like, yeah, I did the best I could. And I'm on the right path. So I've also said before, but there are different seasons to life. And I will link, put a link in the show notes to a prior episode around kind of that, like changing priorities. Um, Those seasons, those priority changes are often as a result of big picture, like unexpected circumstances we have no control over that are thrust upon us like the pandemic, right? We've hear, we're hearing about um, kind of this reset and a number of people are moving out into the country or leaving their careers behind completely and retiring earlier than they thought or changing careers as a result of this. This is what we're talking about here. And I got to tell you, to live your life to the fullest, which means happy, healthy, fulfilled, regardless of what's going on in the world, you got to be brave. You must be willing to go inward and then take what you find and act. Not just dream about the life, the career, the achievements, the things you want out of your life, out of your relationships, out of whatever it is, right? I want you to stop thinking about it and dreaming about it and instead go out and live it. Don't just dream big, achieve big. And that requires you to give yourself permission to do that because it's hard, it's scary, it's vulnerable. So there are specific areas that I want you to give yourself permission because it's not just a big picture, give yourself permission. How do you give yourself permission to go bigger? There are a couple of things you got to do. And before I move into that, a quick reminder around the Give Yourself an Edge VIP Intensive. These aren't going to be available much longer. So if you are ready to go big instead of dreaming big, this is for you. In this intensive, we will set your purpose-based goals that motivate you, even light you up for the entire year. We will determine your big strategies for goal achievement that leverage your strengths. And these will be simple, only a couple, not a lot. And then we're going to create your next 90-day action plan to get you started. I've said this before. There are only 10 spots available. 
And at the time of this recording, because I do batch record a bit early, I hadn't even begun offering this yet. So hopefully they are still available. But they will also end by the end of January. I will not offer this past that time because you got to schedule it by the end of February. Okay? So this is one of your last chances to sign up. I will have a link in the show notes if you are interested. Go check it out. Okay, so to be your best, fulfill your fullest potential and go all in on this next year on you and your bigger dreams, it is time to give yourself permission in a couple of key areas. So number one, give yourself permission to be mediocre. Sometimes not even very good. Look, you're a lawyer. You're driven. You're expected to be right, have the right answers. You probably have a competitive nature and you like to excel. All great traits, but here's the deal. If you stretch yourself, as you should, this next year, then you're not going to be an expert yet. You're going to be new at some things. You're going to do some new things you've never done before. And not only will you not be an expert or excellent, you may not even be very good at some of this stuff, but you never can become an expert or excel at it if you don't ever get started. Right? Now, I think there's this, you know, this thing of we need to be so good all the time, and that's just not true. You need to be mediocre at some things anyway. At all times, you should be mediocre on some things. Because, A, you can't be an expert or excellent at everything. Um, It's just not possible. None of us are. Sometimes you just need to be capable. And that's okay. That is going to allow you to try new things, to go all in, to do more. Okay? And this doesn't necessarily mean that you're bad. Or maybe you start off not so good, but quickly you become at least capable because you are smart. You know when you're out of your depth. You can get help from others when needed, right? So give yourself permission to be mediocre, sometimes not even so good while you're working towards new things. All right, number two, give yourself permission to be uncertain and unknowing. Now, if we've been taught anything these last two years, it's that life really is uncertain and unknowing, and you never know what the future holds. The problem is, we tend to think of that as life, like out there, as opposed to ourselves. It's time to take that in a little bit as well. We lawyers, we want to know. We want to be certain. And often we feel like we're expected, be certain, to know everything. But it's just not possible. And part of living and part of Going after new experiences and stretching ourselves means not knowing and doing anyway. Not knowing what the answer is going to be. Not knowing if it's going to be the one we want. Not knowing if we're going to be truly successful. Not knowing answers sometimes in the moment and being okay with it. There's something to be gained from your experience even if you do not succeed. And it's okay knowing that you might not. Do it anyway. Give yourself permission to be uncertain and unknowing and do things anyway. This and being a perfectionist are two things that I see holding people back big time. And it leads to over planning, um, 
procrastinating. That's a symptom I see a lot with people who are not comfortable with not knowing. You procrastinate because you want to plan around every contingency and and plan for everything. If that is you, I highly recommend you go back and listen to my episode around procrastination because procrastination is usually a symptom, not the problem itself. And this is one of those things that leads to that. This is also a common thing showing up for those that say, well, it's not time, not yet, I'm not ready. Be honest with yourself about what's really going on. It's probably that two things. Number one, that you're not comfortable not knowing. And number two, the next thing, failure. So the third one is give yourself permission to fail. This one's a hard one, y'all. To go all in on you, to fulfill your fullest potential, to make a real impact in the work that you do and even in other ways within life. To be the best you can possibly be, personally and professionally, you must be willing to fail. I mean, it is how we learn, right? We learn the best from our mistakes and failures. Not that you want to fail at everything or make mistakes at everything, but you're going to learn from them. And it's just part of life. And I know I've mentioned this before. Failing forward. I want you to start adopting a mentality of failing forward, which basically means You take what you learn from whatever mistakes are made, from any failures, and move forward with them. Pivot, course correct, learn from them, utilize those lessons as you move forward. That's not actually failing. Maybe we shouldn't call it failing forward, right? Because to me, failure is giving up and refusing to learn the lessons or not starting in the first place because we fear failing so much. That's failure. That's stagnation. But learning from these experiences and moving forward propels us onto a path of higher levels of success. That's not failing. It's called growing. All right, let's move on. The next one is a biggie. Give yourself permission to trust yourself, to trust your inner knowing, to be more self-confident. Now, this does not mean that you know the answers. Trusting yourself in this way is really about knowing that even if you make a mistake or realize that you're on the wrong path, that maybe you don't want that after all, you can course correct because you're smart, you can learn, you've adopted the right mentality, you're resilient, you can move forward. Too many people, especially all us driven high achievers, and that's lawyers, right, do not trust themselves fully from within. They don't. They seek out the answers from everywhere else instead of just getting quiet and listening to themselves and developing a more resilient, fail-forward mentality that allows them to learn as they go and trust themselves. Okay, I know who I am. I know what my values are. I have a clear path. I can make mistakes. It's totally okay. This is probably the number – no, not probably. This is the number one reason people hire me for mindset leadership coaching, what I call inside-out success coaching. And I'll provide a link to that if, that if you're curious about what it is in the show notes. What I see when people come to me with this issue is that they've really lost sight of who they are. They've gotten on this path of achievement of going up that ladder of success rung by rung. And they end up at the top or close to the top thinking, whoa, where am I and why did I ever want this? What's happened 
is when you're there is you've lost sight of your own values. They're not front and center in your life. You're not aligned with them. Maybe you don't even know what they are anymore, right? So the key here is to understand your values. Be aligned with them. Make choices in alignment with them. Episode 7 talked, it was about uh, what to do when you feel stuck in your career, talked more about this. So if you haven't listened to it or you need a refresher, go back. And obviously, I can help you with this too. This is a lot of what I do in that mindset leadership coaching is helping you realign around your values. And first and foremost, getting clear on what they really even are and what your bigger vision is and what you want out of life and what success truly means to you. You create that through your values. And your values give you the perfect guide for how to make good decisions. That's how to trust yourself. All right, the fifth and final one. Give yourself permission to feel. Something I see a lot in prospective clients and new clients is a sense that they don't want to feel certain things. So it shows up as embarrassment or shame around feeling or questioning, like, is this all there is? Um, Why am I so unhappy? I make good money. I have it better than most. People think I have it all. I shouldn't feel the way that I do. And so they want to push those feelings away. Note, they often think that it's just that they don't like feeling the way they do because it's vulnerable, but it isn't the only thing going on there. They're ashamed of how they feel. Sometimes they feel resentful of other people and there's shame in that and jealous, right? Or they just plain feel embarrassed because they think they shouldn't question and feel the way they do. I want you to not allow yourself to go there. Give yourself permission to feel whatever it is you feel, however you feel. There is something very freeing about this. And you must identify what those feelings are and be honest about them and not ashamed, but honest about them and look at them head on so that you can get behind them and figure out, okay, what's going on? What's causing me to feel this way so that you can fix it? You'll never get to that other side without allowing yourself to go there. I tell my kids this all the time. You feel how you feel. Be honest. Accept it. Only then can you do something about it. So ask yourself, how do I feel really? Write the words down. Here's your action item, FYI, okay? How do I feel? How do I feel about my career and where I am? How do I feel about what I've done? How do I feel about whether I'm aligned? How do I feel really? And write all those words down. Then ask, okay, What's behind each feeling that I wrote down? Get behind them to the thoughts and the beliefs that create those feelings. Because those emotions, they're at the top level. You got to go deeper. You got to know why. And if you need help, because this isn't easy work to do, get help to tackle these feelings. There is no shame in that. I know somebody who I met through a professional group. She may very well be listening to this now. Who could frankly use my services? She needs my mindset leadership coaching. (laughs) And she has said so on several occasions. And yet she says that she can't right now because it's just too embarrassing to need a coach. Her ego is so tied up in being the correct, right, perfect lawyer who's independent and shouldn't need help that she isn't getting the help she knows she needs. 
Getting help is human. It's a human need. You need to connect. We all have different gifts and strengths for a reason. There is zero shame. And we all need help from somebody at some point in time. This is something I learned when I went through my cancer. Because I'm the oldest in my family. And it was really hard for me to ask for help. I hated it. But then I realized I finally let go and allowed myself to get that help. This is kind of a bonus, another give yourself permission to get help. Okay? What I realized when I opened myself up to allowing others to help me was that they helped to strengthen me. They, it made me more resilient by admitting that I needed help. It made me a better person. And it allowed other people to utilize their strengths and step into the people they're supposed to be. That's where this connection comes from, right? When we're really ourselves and we help ourselves the most and we're most vulnerable, we allow others to come in and pick us up. And there's a deeper connection there. And then they're able to use their gifts the way they're supposed to. So really rethink your whole mentality around what getting help means when you need it. There is no shame in it. None. Whether it's from a coach, a mentor, a colleague, a spouse, a friend. Okay? And just FYI, yes, I do these things. I could be one of those people, but it doesn't have to be me. There's lots of great coaches out there. Find the help that you need from whomever it is. And give yourself permission to fully go there. To be that courageous, strong, brave, resilient person that you're meant to be so that you can end up at the end of this next year in a much better, happier place. And frankly, you don't have to wait till the end of the year. When you give yourself permission to do these things that I've been talking about today, you start to open up to being happier, more fulfilled, more grateful in the everyday as you're on your journey and you realize that you can be happy and fulfilled as you're working for your life to be better. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. And thank you for this year so far. I am so grateful for you. And I just, I want you to know that. It means a lot that you come and you listen. I hope that you're enjoying this podcast. If you have not given me a rating or a review, I ask that you please go do so. I love reading them. They tell me it helps, and I would love to hear from you. Also, please do me an even bigger favor and share this episode with five people, or let's say three to five people, who you think could use it. Also, feel free to share it on social media more generally, but I would say it's more meaningful if you know somebody who needs to hear this as well. Help make their year better by sharing it specifically with them. I wish you a very happy new year and a very safe one. And we will talk next week in the new year. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life & Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a follower or subscriber, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both Life & Law, including the Life & Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.